Hi, beautiful people. It's really nice to be here with you today, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whatever you were doing just before this. Thank you so much for committing to this time and and being with me and being in my presence. And that's a really amazing thing that we have technology that allows us to to feel that um, and to be with somebody even if not physically I'm grateful for that and I'm grateful for you one thing that I realized is how much connection benefits me what it truly does for me I don't think I'll ever know I don't think I'll ever know but the more that I have it and um, the more that it feels like it's just flowing with ease from the universe. Somebody calls me unexpectedly and I pick up unexpectedly not knowing who it is. Right before recording this podcast, I just got off the phone with somebody and I felt like I needed a transition and I've in the moment just before turning on this podcast on turning on this recorder I realized that that probably the best transition for me is some kind of human connection and and I concluded that literally from checking um, my slack and just reading and then commenting on a few posts and talking to a few people and and I realize that there's nothing that intrigues me more than human connection and though I struggle in many departments um, with my attention in many areas when it comes to focusing on many things that perhaps the the area in which I struggle the least is is in connection and connection to myself when I'm doing something that fully engages me like writing or speaking or creating or making video when I do something that even in my solitude occupies my full attention and I do a lot of things when I'm alone that don't so um so I really cherish the things that I do that, you know, where, where I, th- that I give my undivided attention to. Those things are really a joy. And I don't even know if um, I, would, I would say that they're associated with a feeling or an emotion, but I just get lost. And I don't really have any words to explain um so but so that connection to myself is i think first and foremost fundamental for me and um the second right after that is connection to other human beings and i'm not sure if i I know I need the first one. And maybe I would argue too that I need the second. 
even though sometimes I feel like Sometimes I feel like I can't handle the second I can't handle, like, talking to people sometimes. Sometimes that just feels overwhelming for me. Because it feels like... Maybe I feel like I don't have anything to give them. But... The greatest connection that I give to another is really how I serve children. And... That connection, that way in which I'm able to give truly, truly fulfills me. And I can do that on my worst day. I can do that. Um, I can do that even when I'm not willing to talk to an adult. And it doesn't mean that I do that perfectly. It doesn't mean that I listen to every word a, a, a child says. But I do think that my attention is improving and I think so much of that actually comes from my own heart if that makes sense and I wouldn't even I didn't even know that I would be thinking this or saying this or coming to this sort of conclusion because I struggled so much with my attention for so many years and I probably didn't realize that well something that I realized today in having a conversation with the parent was that she she had mentioned that her son um, at around one years of age she lost somebody who who was really close to her she lost her brother and she was grieving when her son was one one years old and she said that she wasn't able to talk to him much. And when I think about it now, and the, real, the reason that I actually, that she reached out to me was to help him with his communication. And um, I guess try to help him have normal conversation. And what does that mean really, normal um, conversation and these weren't her words um, it's just what I'm thinking of now and trying to make sense of and, and reflecting on our conversation she wanted me to help him with connection right connection and communication and conversation and my best friend would say right now that these are the fundamental ways in which we we get our needs met and really in the the first and and most foremost ways that that we that we give and receive love if you even think about when a a baby or a child starts speaking when a child starts speaking at um you know whenever they start speaking that that is that is one way in which they ask for what they need and also how they are able to give others what they need. Are you okay? A young child might ask. Yes, please. I'll have some more macaroni and cheese. And it's this really beautiful dance. Communication truly is. 
it's just this give and this take. And between human beings, I think it's the thing that we do with each other more than anything else. And so I would agree with my partner when he says that communication really is speaking, really is the most fundamental way that we get our needs, our basic needs met. So when I think about this mom, this really lovely mom that I met and how she wanted to help her son um, communicate more and communicate better, right now when I reflect on it, I think to myself that as a young child, I don't think I got that kind of connection from my mother um, either for one reason or another. And when she was speaking to me, another thing that I was thinking when she mentioned um, that her son wasn't really communicating at a level that um, she expected he would or others, um, teachers of his or educators expect of him. Um, one thing that came to my mind was when she said that she was grieving and wasn't able to talk to him, I realized that because in addition to that, she mentioned his attention span was poor. And when I think about myself and my own life um, and how much I've struggled, struggled with my attention span, and then thinking back to my child and childhood and realizing that my mom probably wasn't able to give me connection, deep connection, and, and even conversation. I don't know if I ever got that um, from her or had that with her. So when this mom was speaking to me, I actually thought to myself, um, this attention span might that she's talking about that her son lacks or that she hopes that he'll improve, that there is probably a connection between his attention span and the connection that he hasn't yet um, received that you know the adults in his life haven't been able to give him and because when I think to myself just before recording this podcast that that I checked my slack and had a few conversations commented on a few people's posts and that was a enough of a transition for me to get my mind off of um, the activity before and then to help me transition into talking to you guys now. And so there's something really powerful about connection and conversation that helped me to engage in a way that um, that actually helps me to, to, that fully engages me so that I can transition to the next thing. And um, it's interesting because in my life, my attention span has really struggled and I have also really struggled with my communication, with speaking to others, with talking to people. I've really struggled with both of these things. And so I think that um, it's funny how both of them have gotten better together. And I think the better and better they get, the more and more I enjoy communicating with people and the more also I'm able to fully engage and I think that um, 
that there's an aspect of communication that always, always intrigued me, especially with, with messenger apps and, um, with texting, um, that there was something special about writing because, um, there's always been something special about writing for me, but then writing and communicating with people, those things combined, I think, um, I think that there's something magical about those two things fused together. So I'm curious about that. Um, I also really enjoy just talking to people. Um, but I think, but I think even more than speaking, I speaking to somebody, I think my, my mode of preference, like my general mode of preference in communicating with people is written communication. And, um, there's something that just is truly magical about that for me. So I would encourage you to find out what kind of, when it comes to connection, what you really, really enjoy. And I guess how you could measure that is what, what makes you feel lost? What makes you forget time? What makes you forget everything else? And then allows you to be fully present, right? Because sometimes, sometimes it takes like a good conversation for me, right? For me to really just get lost in the moment and forget everything else. And then after that, um, you know, I can, I can often move on to something else. And sometimes when that conversation is so good, right? Or it was like, you know, it was, you know, long and there was, there were a lot of things in that conversation that I want to process or reflect on. Like, um, in the example of what just happened today for me, I had a, a conversation with one of my uncles and, um, it was a, a wonderful conversation. And then after I got off the phone with him, I hopped in the shower and I was reflecting on that conversation and, um, feeling a lot of joy about it. But then when I sat down here to do some work, I realized that I needed a transition because that conversation was still on my mind. And, um, and so in order to transition, I opened my laptop and I checked my Slack and I, um, and I got to talk to and, and comment, um, on a few different posts. And that, I think that really helped me forget about my conversation with my uncle and just be fully present in the now it just it just sort of like refreshed me and um and then after I sent a few messages here I am with you guys and I think something that something else you know comes to mind in this moment as I just said all of this and that is that my um I was talking to my best friend I remember a few months ago and I was telling him how just when I figured out my routine it seems like it seems like there's something else that I need to change in it. There's something else that, you know, that isn't working or that needs to be improved or that needs some kind of modification. And I think I used the example of just eating, of how um, I thought that I had gotten down the amount of food that I consume in one meal. I thought that I had gotten that down. And then so I, I made that amount of food, exactly that amount, and then... I just ended up being terribly hungry after, like not even a normal amount of hunger after, just, uh, you know, just like, like, like hungry after. And I remember talking to my best friend and telling him like, you know, I guess life is just this continuous unfolding and 
continuous learning. And I don't think we ever get anything down. And I think I also thought of my mother-in-law and how she's probably been refining her routine for like all her life. All her life, just constantly refining it. And so I think life is really just this unending process of learning about everything. Everything. And I think that's the, the magic and, and the beauty of it, that we can always learn and that we can always make something better and that there always will be room for improvement. I love you guys and I hope that you are finding ways um, and little improvements that you can make in your everyday that you are finding ways in to improve your connection, um, your communication, your conversations. If you're like me and my best friend, we reflect a lot on the conversations that we have. Um, I think about, you know, what was said in a conversation, what I said, um, if I, and I think I have a tendency to overthink, which doesn't necessarily help me that much and I just try to more and more just bask in the um, in the connection and in the joy and I realize more and more that it's not really any one word or one sentence that I say um, that it's really just the place that I'm coming from and even if somebody mistakes that or misjudges me or that place that I'm coming from in one conversation I realize that it's not even any one conversation right it's just um it's just life and life always gives you an opportunity to have another conversation and so you don't always get a an accurate picture uh, or assessment of who somebody is in just one conversation with them i don't i don't think it's even possible right or or maybe it is i i don't know but um maybe you'd have to be very much on the same wavelength as somebody um uh, where you connect with them instantly and you have so much in common or you just, you know, you see the world in, in a very, um, you know, similar way. But for all else, for all other conversation that takes place between two human beings, I think it's just an unfolding. And I think, I think that I'm patient with life and I see that with my patience and with me, letting go of trying to perfect one conversation, overthinking one conversation that I have, that if I just allow it to be what it is because that was me in that moment and whatever, I, I want to say that I forgive myself, but what is there to forgive? That was just me in that moment. I wouldn't want, um, if somebody was in the, in the conversation with me, I wouldn't want them to ask my forgiveness. So or, or or feel the need to forgive themselves. It's just who we are in each moment. It's just who we are. And we go through life and it is what it is. And, and it's beautiful. It's all beautiful. I hope you have a wonderful day wherever you are. And I hope you bask in in connection with yourself and with others. I love you. I'll see you.